Well, it is Friday afternoon, and as has been the case seemingly all season, it is another huge game coming up. There's another primetime game Sunday night in Los Angeles against the Rams. And as he does every Friday, the coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, joins us. Hey, coach. Good to talk to you. What's up, Dory? How are we doing? How about this? 10-2 and Seahawks tied for the best record in the entire NFL. That's not too bad at the end of the three-quarter mark. Well, going into the finish, we got a chance. And uh, that's all we really were asking for. So we got a shot at it. So we're going to take it one at a time and see what happens here. Okay, and I know your your answer is always, we haven't accomplished anything yet. But I don't think too many people thought you guys were going to you know, be in the hunt for the best record. And you you have to be, especially with as much fun as you and the team seem to be having, you have to be particularly proud, excited, however you want to put it, about how this season has gone. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're pleased so far, you know. Um, but remember, those expectations for those people you're talking about aren't the ones in this building. Right. <laughs> you know, we were kind of doing pretty well here. And uh, it kind of took a while to get to get to where we are now, and we got a shot to uh, you know to battle and control what's happening in the future, and that's all we could ever hope for at this time. So uh, we'll we'll see where it goes, and, and uh, good stuff can happen here if we get a couple more wins. Okay, and good stuff really happened Monday night, which did have the feel of a playoff game because you know getting that into first place for now was on the line. It was just a great atmosphere and. Uh, just a terrific win against a team that had been playing really, really well. Yeah, it, it felt it felt like you know that was going to be a challenge that would be like a, a like a playoff game at you know at C Link and everybody was there for it, ready to go and revved up, and it felt like it. And the prep, the quality of the club that we were playing, you know, all that stuff was all there. And, and so it's a really good opportunity to come out on top. And, and there's a lot of positives there. And in the way it happened again, you know. We, we're behind a little bit, trailing, and then we come roaring out of that third quarter and in great shape. And then we want—I guess—I guess there's still a little flair for the drama around here. So uh, yes, there is. It, yeah, we made it a little bit closer than it needed to be, but still, it was a really, really good, solid win. And and lets us know that you know we're playing good teams these last few weeks here, and and, and we're able to hang on to them and hang on to the wins. And so it gives us a, a sense of confidence. It's going to be important down the stretch. Well, and we've talked a lot the last few weeks about about that confidence and about how you know you are imposing your will. I mean, 218 yards rushing is imposing your will and the type of style you love, and uh, that has to be particularly gratifying. Yeah, really like the formula that, that you know that's showing up. We'd like to see us take care of the football a little better, but other than that, the stuff is happening. You know that that makes us a good club, and, and we did a lot of good things on defense. And the, the, really, the big surge in the third quarter that turned it around uh, was, was really kind of expressed by the defense. And and uh, that that with the running game makes us really hard to beat. Special teams played really good again, and really solid and and complete throughout. And we got the big play out of the, out of the teams also. And you know those, those are the kinds of uh, the, that's the makeup of, of the, the winning that we know and understand and are looking forward to keeping going. Yeah, well, I, I heard earlier in the week, because everybody loved the fake punt, and we heard what Wyman said on the play-by-play call, and, and then I heard that it was kind of a variation on your nickname that you had earlier, huh? Well, there, there's, you know, that, that's a long time ago, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> okay. now, there was a time back in college, you know, we, we used to, we were such a good team, we could kind of go for it whenever we needed to, and, and uh, so 
the band started some little chant going on here that kind of carried over for a few years. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it was more about football than not not anything else. Yeah, more. It's always about the ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a double entendre there. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson said something after the game on Monday, and I, I want to play you just a a brief cut of what he said. I think you got to have a clutch gene. I think we have that as a team. You know, we have that clutch team. We've been clutch all year. Uh, when the game's on the line with, you know, up by up by seven, down by four, or whatever it may be, we find a way to win them. And uh, I think great teams, great players, they find ways to win them. And uh, I mean that we have that clutch gene. And so we just want to keep that going. The clutch gene. Now, Pete, the only yeah. way I know that you can alter genes is you're messing with the DNA. So it leads me to the question, are you a mad scientist, Pete Carroll? <laughs> well, I don't know that. I, I wouldn't think my scientific background or science background is not very plentiful here. And, uh, so I don't think it has anything to do with that. But there, there is something to, that maybe let's talk chemistry. Okay. Maybe we can talk chemistry. All right. That, that's, that I think that, um, you know, if you get the right, the right bunch of people together with, with a really positive attitude and, and they work really hard where they d- develop you know, the kinds of reasons why you can believe in yourself, then a lot of good things can happen. And, and uh, so we, we definitely we definitely are leaning that way. We, we have a lot of belief and we got a lot of positive and we got a lot of hard workers. And so it is, it is adding up to a pretty good makeup. Well, and as I was listening to Russell talk, it could have been listening to you talk. And, and I had the thought that, you know, other great notable coach-quarterback combos, you know, Brady and Belichick, they seem like very different people, and and Drew Brees and Sean Payton, they they don't sound alike. You and Russell sound alike. I mean, it, it's like you've adopted the same outlook, the same mentality. And I was wondering how much of it is just Russell has adopted that from you. Have you adopted some of your from him? I mean, how has this, this evolved? Well, no, I don't think it's that. I, I, I think Russell was, was brought up and, and mentored by his father, who was a very strong figure in his life and very positive and very uh, challenging, you know, in, in his makeup and, and as he was growing up, to be, to be positive and to trust in your abilities and to, and to believe in yourself. And Russell came to us with a, with a really strong mentality, um, you know, from the very beginning. And he hasn't wavered at all. So, so he hasn't changed much, and I haven't changed much. We, so I think it's more there's a common, a, a common kind of outlook and, and perspective that we share that we just have brought together. I, I don't think that, you know, I think I've supported him as he's supported everything that I'm going for, too. So I think that part has made us stronger. But I really think that we're just kind of similar in, in, uh, in the way we see things. And how much of that did you know? When you drafted him, I mean, and how much of it was just serendipity? And as as his character was revealed, you just realized this is this is my kind of guy. Well, for sure, Russell was pretty hard to take in a sense, you know, because he was he had so much going for him and had so much uh, so much outlook and approach and philosophy and things he believed in, just like he does now. That it was almost too good to be true, you know. And so, but I, I think I might have mentioned this in the past that. Somebody said something to me, you know, along the way that, you know, he's going to sound like he's saying stuff that you're not going to believe, you know, he could ever back up or whatever. But but we were advised to give him a chance because he really believes he can do stuff and he's likely going to pull it off. 
And so from the beginning, you know, I, I listened to him like maybe there's something to this, you know. <laughs> and I was hoping, and sure enough, he, he's been a, a great champion and, and, uh, and an excellent competitor. Yeah, well, I just don't know if there's ever been a, a coach and quarterback more in sync than than you two seem to be. So that's that's pretty cool. Pretty cool to watch. Uh, one other quote I wanted to play from you uh, for you from after the game because I'm always trying to you know I, I make a living with words and if I can learn something from you like I, I walk around all the time saying you can tell a trapper by his skins and yeah by, by his furs by his furs <laughs> oh yeah, shoot furs. oh yeah. man I'm misquoting you all the time uh, it's the right idea though <laughs> okay uh, there was there was one from after the game that I'm trying to figure out if I should incorporate into my language here. Was Trey Flowers one of the guys that was sick this week? Uh, matter of fact, he was. Yeah, yeah. He he, he in the in the garbage can between plays at one time on in seven on seven or something like that. Did you say he buicked in a garbage can? Yeah, yeah, I did. I've I've yeah. asked twenty people if they've ever heard that before. I've never heard that. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> well, I, I don't know really where it came. I don't take responsibility for that one. Somewhere <laughs> along the line, you know, there's a lot of you know there's. Buick and all that kind of stuff that you can say. <laughs> I've always liked Buick. Buick, okay. All right, I might start. That's, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh man. Uh, My bad. Sorry. Sorry, no, Dory. That was beautiful. Here. No, it's beautiful. Uh, it shows we just have a comfort level here. Uh, tell me about Chris Peterson, the man. Uh, big news this week that he's stepping aside. As Huskies coach, and you and I have talked only very briefly about him, but uh, you know your your work history kind of gives you some unique insights here. I would think. You know, well, interestingly, I, I didn't know who Chris was, but but we watched them watch their play and the style of play and the stuff they did when he was at Boise, and uh, when he would play the you know the the big pack. Pac-12 teams, Pac-10 teams at the time, and play them really well and beat some of them. You know, we we studied them and we found that that they really had a high-tech level of, uh, of of ball on offense and defense. And so, I always just admired you know the work that they did um, from back then. So when we had a chance to meet him when he finally got here in, in the area, um, I just fell in love with the guy because he's just such a one. I knew he had the football background, but he's got such character and principle about him and and uh and a tough mentality and leadership skills just oozing out of him you know and his style is he's tough and and demanding but he's a really good thoughtful you know uh kind of well-balanced guy and so i think the world of his work and him and all that so um and, and i really support the heck out of his decision you know, because he's if he figured it out and, and came to that conclusion, it's the right thing for him, and, and he'll make it the right thing. And whatever happens next, you know, he'll, he'll figure that out too. Uh, so I, I think the world of Chris and, and uh, the, the work that he does, and, and you know, we're going to miss him, you know, coaching the Huskies and all that. But um, he gave it, he gave him everything he had, and, and, and gave him a great product. Yeah, second best winning percentage in all of college football. I mean, ahead of even Nick Saban right now. So are, are the pressures tougher? In college, where you are recruiting you know, 365 days a year, you're—I I mean, in theory—but uh, you, you got to deal with boosters. You you can't delegate as much. It seems is that is that the reality of it? Well, the, the demands are constant, and and it, it is because of recruiting. And there's the booster stuff too. You know, you have your following that you are more connected to than than we are in the NFL. 
uh, directly, you know, where you have like more responsibility to kind of, because you're raising money all the time, you know, and we, we're not raising money here, but, and so they, there's more duties and, and, and uh, it's harder to get away from it. So um, the football thing is different in, in that, you know, the, the time frames are, are dictated by the NCAA and all that kind of stuff, but the demands of the job are constant and you got to really be on it. And uh, it's for anybody that steps away from it, uh, you know, I know enough about it to say I totally get it. And uh, it's, 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 it's all consuming job. And uh, there's not a whole lot of other lifestyle around that. So, um, you know, I, I know I heard that Chris, you know, was talking about family and some things he wants to do and all that. So, you know, more power to him. He, he, he kicked butt and he did a great job. Would you have burned out if you had stayed at USC? Um, you know, I'm, I don't know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. You know, I, I think that, um, it was, I was fortunate to have the opportunity to come here. I think, you know, we had been there nine years or whatever, and, and, uh, they were great years and the, really the most fun I ever had was there and, and, uh, um, I loved it. So I, but the challenge is what, what drew me away from it, but I don't know. I didn't quite get there. You know, I didn't get to that point. Okay. Got it. All right. Let's talk about uh, this game on Sunday night. Uh, how's, how are the injury situations? And, you know, Ziggy Onsage, Davian Clowney, Dwayne Brown, Michael Kendricks, how are we looking with all these guys? Well, um, Michael not, has not practiced yet during the week and with his hamstring that kind of just, just wouldn't go away. Um, and uh, Luke's not practicing. He's not quite back yet. But um, those other guys are out there. We'll see. We're going to go all the way to game time with those guys and, and, uh, and think that they got a chance. You know, Ziggy's got to get back from this shoulder, and, and uh, uh, Clowney's been practicing throughout, and those, those guys look pretty good. But I don't know about Ziggy until we get through the, uh, all the way to game time. Okay, and how about Dwayne Brown? Uh, he's fine. Okay, got it. Okay. Tell me about the Rams. I mean, they're in a situation. They're defending conference champs. They pretty much have to run the table if they want to make the playoffs. They're highly motivated. You're competing for the best record in the conference. You're highly motivated. That's uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good matchup going in for a Sunday night primetime game. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. You know, with with our team and with their team, it's not gonna matter exactly about the numbers and stuff. It, 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 we're gonna go for it no matter what, and they are too. They're a championship club with all of that background and, and, and makeup and. and Player, players that have the, the dynamics to just win games, you know, and they have a numbers of guys that are good. So uh, this is a great matchup again, you know, and to go on the road and to do it down L.A. will be fun. But um, we expect them to be really hard to, in all phases to deal with, and, and uh, um, we have a lot of respect for the talent. And they they looked great this last weekend against Arizona, and they they look yeah they looked they that they looked just just like a perfect looking uh, ball game for them you know and they they on all cylinders they were hitting it and so we we're seeing nothing but a really impressive uh, latest game to, to deal with. Well, how fun starting the fourth quarter of the season. I know this is your time of year. This is this is what you guys point for. So what a what a great way to start the fourth quarter in prime time again. Yeah, we're really excited about finishing, you know, and this is that, that time. And, it, you know, we, we work at it all year long to get to this point where we have a shot at, at making a big finish. And hopefully uh, we can take this one day at a time and see if we can start knocking some stuff off and, and really make this a fun season. Yep, it has been so far. That's for darn sure. All right, Pete, have a great trip down to L.A., and I will look forward to talking to you next week. All right, George, see you. Okay, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, the Pete Carroll Show, every, 12, 30, every week, 1230 to 1. Here on the Dory Monson Show. All right, we're going to check the news for you, and then the Fastest 15 is coming up next here on the Dory Monson Show.